Neighbors, hello, Welcome hello. Back. Welcome back to the Future Neighbor Podcast. Podcast. This is Daniel. And this is Katie. And well done, Daniel, for deleting our last podcast. Oh my gosh. Neighbors, <laughs> we had like, uh, we recorded this podcast last night. And as soon as we finished it, I wanted to move it to my computer. Uh, <laughs> and then there's like this button on where we record. And it's called like transfer file button. But then for some reason, this is what happens when we record too late. I confused it for the format, uh, the format, the SD card. And I pressed it and it just deleted everything as soon as I finished. And I was just so in shock that uh, it's just such a stupid mistake. Anyway. You know when you're in just so, such a shock in dismay that you don't even have emotions. <laughs> That's what happened. To yeah, we recorded like a, an hour and 15 minutes. But uh, we're going to bring those conversations back because I really enjoyed them. It'll, it, let's take it as like a rehearsal. It was a rehearsal so yesterday? it'll be better today. Okay. So this podcast is brought to you by Gochujar. Gochujar brings uh, Korea's best products, ceramics. And now we're also uploading a lot of uh, skincare products, try-tested and the ones that we like. The thing with Gochujar is we test all of the items, okay? So if it goes through to us, you know the quality is going to be great. And the important announcement from Gochujar. That's right. We're going to be taking a mini break, a little mini vacation, because we're going to be going back to the U.S. Finally! Yes, I haven't oh been gosh. back to the States for about four years. Me, six years. For six years, yeah. Last I, time I visited was for your sister's wedding. Well, before we go into that, because we're going to talk about our excitement, um, the reason we bring that up is uh, we're going to be out of Korea, so it's going to be hardest for us to ship out um, parcels. So if you do want to, or you've been wanting, or you like your wish list on Gochujar has been growing, please order by April 20, I want to say April 22nd to be like 100% sure, because that way the following uh, week we can, or, uh, we can ship everything out. Um, so one week before the end of April. Exactly, exactly. Just keep April 22nd in mind if you were planning to uh, order things on Gochichar. All right? We're going to be in the States. Um, I'm actually very excited to go because uh, I haven't seen my niece. My sister had a beautiful um, baby daughter. And uh, now I get to see her and see um, whether she's exact mini-me of my sister. <laughs> how much of my sister's personality traits have carried over to the baby um, and also just build um, you know I just have early moments so that uh, yeah I can celebrate uh, sister's uh, niece so very excited and um, <clears throat> sorry I have a frog in my throat usually comes out when I do a podcast I don't know why maybe I'm going through puberty again <clears throat> hello guys if we go to California like we want to take an active time there. Yeah. I don't want to stay at home. <laughs> Every day we're going to go out hiking or, I don't know, like to the beach, shopping, yeah. sightseeing. Yeah. I don't know, but is there much to do sightseeing in LA? No, there's a couple of spots that I want to hit, but I don't know if realistically we'll go, but hopefully we can. One is I want to call my friend and I want to go to uh, Yosemite. All right. That, yeah. Like, apparently that sounds that, really fun. Apparently, that friend does the climbing in the half dome and stuff. So it's a shame that we haven't learned the lead climbing yet because I heard Yosemite. You know the rating system? Yeah. Um, it's like the uh, 5A or like 5Bs yeah. or 5Cs. That's the Yosemite system. 
So all of the grading or the hard hardness comes from like the base level uh, is set from Yosemite. Yeah. So there's that. But just to be out in the nature would be really nice. Yeah. It'd be spectacular. Yeah. And then, um, though I've been watching some documentaries again late night, uh, seeing about all these crazy ones, bear attacks. So maybe we got to take some prayer spray along. Oh, does that work? Let's not open that can of worms. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then where are some other places? Like uh, definitely was thinking Catalina Island. We can go surfing there. They have like some beautiful kelp forest. Want to go surfing. Want to call my friend so he can give me a lesson so I could catch some green waves mm-hmm. out in um, Huntington. And maybe if you want to go to Malibu for brunch, I'll drop you off there and then I'll go surfing. Oh, I want to try having an American brunch. <laughs> American diners are delicious. Yeah. But I think the portions are going to be so big now that we it would be enough for us to like split one plate. Yeah, I think so. Our stomachs have shrunk so much. We eat so little now. Even at restaurants in Korea, we feel so full after mm. a meal. Mm. So Then definitely want to climb out or uh, try out some bouldering gyms in LA. I want to see like if the routes are much harder because Americans are much taller. So I want to see if their routes are like match the height. Yeah, I'm so curious too. Because my friend, you know, he's, you know, he's a foreigner in Korea, but he's much taller. And yeah. it just seems like he skips, he Easier. He breaks all the routes and he just skips to the second, the fifth. Yeah, you know, taller people like make it look much easier. Yeah, but when they are in the cave settings, their there body weight is to. so heavy, so they struggle a lot there. You need a lot of core strength. Right. Yeah, but you know, the thing with uh, visiting home or anywhere is that oftentimes I think it's much sweeter in the imagination. <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. Because last time we took my mom to Italy, it was oh, all yeah. rosy and picture perfect in my mind. Yeah. And then once we got there, it's like somebody's crying, somebody else is crying, <laughs> someone else is so hurt emotionally. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I think it's you, a drama. I, I remember you explained that because we were walking too fast and we didn't ask if your mom was doing okay and she was like struggling to keep along and yeah, she, she, and like she wasn't in wheel. a good mood. And yeah. <laughs> um, I already got a little taste of that. Um, I was like, mom. But there's always, like when I recall my family trips mm. in the past, mm. always some sort of a drama. Never a time when there's not a drama or not a person crying. <laughs> I mean, I got a little taste of that because like, I asked my mom, I was like, oh, it's been a while, so let's go take a family trip. And then my mom's like, oh, great. Where should we go? And I was like, um, how about Yosemite? And she was like, Yosemite? That's boring. And I was like, <laughs> boring? I was like, that's one of the greatest like national parks in the US. And she's like, don't you remember, Daniel? We went there when we were young. We saw everything. I was like, everything? That park is humongous, Amma. She was like, oh, there's just a little rock and some waterfall. And we saw it one day. It was fine. I was like, mom, that's, that's like... Um, it's like a check mark. Yeah, that's like how do I explain it? That that would be like going to Grand Canyon, looking into the binocular, and be like, "Eh, looks all the same." <laughs> coming out. Um, so I kind of pressed it. I was like, "No, mom, I, I'm sure if we spent like a day or two, we could see like, you know, and it's and it's gonna feel much different traveling now because you know I think, especially for older. myself, older and I can exp- experience nature." And she was like. No, 가봤던 데는 다시 안 가고 싶어. <laughs> like, 
I don't want to go places I've already been. How about Yellowstone? I was like, Yellowstone? And then I quickly Googled it. It's in Wyoming. And I was like, Mom, we have to take a flight to Wyoming to go check out a national park, which you might be like, like see it and say, been there, done that in like literally five hours. Um, and do we really want to, I mean, Yellowstone is an hour and a half away from the nearest airport too, which means we have to rent a car. And so it starts getting, is it farther away than uh, Yosemite? Yosemite from Southern California, from our house would be around seven, eight hour drive. So That's if we took a plane to. to Wyoming and then it actually might come out to similar time. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, yeah. You don't, I already, I can already see there's some clashes. <laughs> <laughs> slowly <laughs> fuming um, but maybe that's family it's just that uh yeah being a family is that even if even if i know that these things are gonna happen i still return like I st i'm still a salmon that returns back to the pond or the the place where i was born because that's that's my roots so that's just part of life <laughs> you know yeah um and even though you want the feeling of like being you know when you're with your friends it's all gravy it's all fun traveling with your friends is amazing right yeah but i think i should also like take my parents because they but, can't speak english well and yeah and they only vacation when like remember i took them to hawaii yeah and, and they enjoyed it i think they enjoyed it while they were there but they enjoyed it when they got back when they think even about more. the memories oh yeah right? same with my mom yeah i get surprised that like when she says oh italy was so good i wish i could take <laughs> another trip like that with you guys but then i feel there, like her recollection yeah. of her italy versus my recollection is i can see so different i think hers is much more blurred <laughs> because yeah. like before she said that i was I wasn't sure whether she truly enjoyed it because literally half the time she was just in such a bad mood. <laughs> yeah, and she was like, oh, this, why did you guys uh, book the vacation so long? I should be back at work. This feels weird. I want to go back. And then as soon as she gets back, wow, Venice was amazing. I want to go again. <laughs> no, she said, "Where? what country are you going next? Oh. And I would just put my head down. I was like, oh. She's like, but, Spain? <laughs> but, um, yeah, but, but, I don't know. But Katie, I think we should. Yeah, it's totally worth it. it. We should because it even the memories that you build, like it's funny. Human nature, we forget all, all about the bad memories. Yeah, and we hold on to the good memories. So even when I think about Italy with your your mom, which is now my mother in law, sure there were some points where a little bit painful, but the beauty of seeing Venice together, the yeah. beauty about hearing your mom just singing. Maria, Santa, something. Santa Luce Maria yeah, yeah. by herself, like at night, just like <laughs> her just vibing out. That's what shines like 10 times brighter. And like I hold on to those memories. Yeah. And, and maybe this sounds a little bit morbid, but when our parents pass, and I think those memories are going to be the ones that we like cling on to as well. We forget all that. So that's why I think it's worth going through. Yeah, I think so. And I think it's also important to know, like, the kind of travel style for your parents. <laughs> like, whether your parents are more, like, easygoing, I want to chill, that kind of type, or your parents weren't like really acti a lot of activity because for my mom, if she goes on a trip or unknown places and doesn't do 
and then we don't do much. Like we just do, just look around all that. Then she gets pissed. Yeah, she does. She wants to know the history. She wants to like learn stuff and like, yeah. You remember she even took a note to write down oh, the yeah. stuff. Yeah, we're at the museum. <laughs> we're we're just like new goofing around and just like ah, ha, 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 oh that looks funny. And your mom has like the, the like the the translation speaker and one <laughs> headset in one ear. She has like her her note out. And I was like. I was like, she was writing. I, like, I think you went back into university. She, she enjoys that kind of thing. Oh, I know. That's but great. then it's so that so if we took her to a place without anything, no guide, nothing like that, mm. just go look around, then she's not going to have fun. So I think she likes to be intellectually stimulated oh, yeah. as she walks around and stuff. Yeah. So maybe that Santiago, that walk, that, you know, that historical walk that you can do uh, in. In the Spain, I think. Spain, I think it was. Yeah, it was Chile. No, 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 no. The, this oh, one is in Spain. It's a long see. walk, like a one month long walk <laughs> I don't think across. I think time. across maybe a little bit of France. Yeah, she, I, she, she said it's like her wish list. <laughs> okay, well, good luck, Katie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you are coming too. Good luck, Katie. I think I'm gonna have to run a Gochujar special and just stay busy then. Um. Anyway, okay, so. There's that. Um, are there any, you know, when I was going through, like, ideating where I want to go in California, I was also debating that, uh, you know, perhaps we spend a week because I don't want you to spend, like, full three weeks because this is your vacation time from work yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. perhaps, like, spending one week in New York. Oh, that sounds so fun. And we're also debating one, one week, or, like, either one week in New York or one week in Hawaii. Hawaii? Aloha. Yeah. Mahalo. This just reminds me. We got to talk about your Chinese yesterday. Okay, guys. <laughs> all, right, all right. One thing, one thing. We got to go right back to it. But um, we do walks at night. And Katie, like all of a sudden, she just starts talking Chinese. Like, <laughs> But my Chinese is valid Chinese. I know, but it's hilarious. I, I know she, Chinese you, you a little bit because I studied Chinese like at uni a little bit. And I did the summer school in I understand. Beijing. But like a Tourette's, it comes out of nowhere and it catches me off guard. And it I makes like me the laugh. reaction. It makes me laugh every time. Neighbors. Neighbors. I'm sure there are people who are Chinese speaking. Katie tells me she's like basically that she's like um confucius like she's mastered the no thing, i'm not master but the things that i say are valid chinese <laughs> it's not so made up of i just say hi everyone my name is how is your health my health is good <laughs> <laughs> did you learn chinese from some um, old person why is the first thing you introduce is how is your health <laughs> you learn from like an 80 year old person doing tai chi in the park huh <laughs> Well, no, this is in the Chinese one-on-one that booklet. Okay, and I use I remembered that more because, yeah, I had a Chinese friend, and then when I go to see her mother, mm -hmm. I would always say that to her. Can you do some more? <laughs> yeah, just do some more. I, I just I. Wo不知道. I'm so hungry. Wo不知道. I don't know. There's one that it always sounds like a cuss word. Shifalo ma. What does that mean? You always say that. Did to you me. have 
did you eat? Have you eaten? Okay, see, this is the first time you explain because you always goes, <laughs> no, you should just figure it out. <laughs> but shifaloma sounds like shifaloma, which is like a curse word, like a like mf in Korean. So she always <laughs> says that to me. <laughs> okay. All right, at the end, we're, you're going to drop a little mon- monologue in Chinese just to see. Well, I need. I, I know what when I need means. Yeah. Means I love you, right? Yeah. <laughs> By the way, guys, the airplane flights are so expensive. Right now, like usually I used to book flights from Seoul to LAX for about a, a thousand, or more, more like a thousand two hundred with tax. But now it's coming out to 2,100, 2,200 with taxes. So nearly for two tickets, we're paying like 4,400, 4, 4,500 just to get there. My gosh, looks like no gifts for the family. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't decided where we want to go. Like on, on after that, maybe like New York. Mm. But I'm really excited about New York. So New York, New York. Like all the good food. Mm. Like I want to check out Central Park. Like I, that's what try, I always want to try out that Shake Shack. In. Shake Shack, hello and, guys, and, and see if it tastes the same as uh, yeah. I really want to come. Like Five Guys, is that also no. in New York? Well, it, it, it's 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 nationwide now, but I, it didn't start in New York. Oh okay. No, but more like cheesecake. I want to like get those cookies. Oh yeah, yeah, those like, like boutique, chocolate cookies. boutique pastries. Yeah, yeah, all the tasty places. Let's get it. <laughs> I want to go to a nice steakhouse in New York. Like, um, I think Peter Luger's is one that's always on TV and stuff. Go get a nice ribeye steak. Oof, it's going to taste so good. But more than anything, what I want to take you is like, I want to go to some of those like hipsterish um, bar, like a whiskey bar or like lounges. No, actually, I even, actually want to, no, what, who am I kidding? I actually really want to go to like some like, some hip hop clubs in like Brooklyn or like um, just some like, Real authentic like hip hop clubs. Yeah, just, Daniel loves dancing. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. You do the dance really boom, well, boom, especially boom, boom. the driving motion. <laughs> I could never do that, but you just got the vibe. <laughs> See, what I recognize is that when I was single, going to the club is so like you know there's that energy you gotta like go like when you're with your guy friends you gotta go try to grab girls and like there's just so many things you gotta do and then most of the times you just come home we all just come home back home with excuses ah the club was shitty ah man music wasn't right (laughs) and so like but you know now married and just i can just enjoy live music and i could just dance and just enjoy the vibe Oh. And I love going to clubs just for that. Like you got the speakers. I love live music. You just get the speakers like, <laughs> and like you can feel the bass in your heart. Boom, boom. That 808's going and your favorite hip hop tracks. Just and I then you're going to take over the stage. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> I'm going to be dancing in my own corner. You know, Katie, if you push me to the center, I'm going to push you along too. <laughs> No way. Yeah. So definitely want to boogie down. But neighbors, if you have any recommendations for New York or even LA, I spent most of my uh, post-university in Korea. So I don't know too many spots in LA that are worth checking out. Like local spots? Yeah. Eateries, clubs, lounges. Like a flea market? (laughs) Flea market. (laughs) Okay. Send a separate list to Katie. Uh, uh, Good luck at the flea market. Um, 
Okay, we do separate trips. Yeah, yeah, we'll do separate trips and let's meet at the Getty Museum. <laughs> Getty Museum was so beautiful. So even though I've been there, I want to go there again. I actually want to check out the Griffith Observatory as well. Because, like, remember I told you I kind of want to take a trip to go, like, check out, like, stars? Yeah. <laughs> you were like, stars? What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> so random. But uh, there's a huge observatory in L.A can see a lot of stars sounds good all right that's what it is send some recommendations and now we're gonna move on to the slap heard across the world <laughs> let's talk about will smith's um redonkulous behavior towards chris rock okay now i think people you, guys, you got so bias. you got so upset so normally i do not care about celebrity news. It doesn't even... I know. That's why it was so unusual for me to see your such a big reaction. The last time I actually cared about celebrity news was when Anthony Bourdain died because I love seeing No Boundaries. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And like all of his food stuff. But this one kind of upset me because I am a huge fan of stand-up comedy. And when I was growing up and there was blockbuster i think like maybe 40 percent of the time i would just be renting stand-up comedy specials so i love it i love the art of it it's kind of made an impact on like how i try to tell stories not that i want to be a stand-up comedian but like i pick well, up humor cues. yeah and i love like being i love satire i love irony i love their yeah, storytelling i funny. love the punchline and it's just an art form that I love. And so um, seeing Will Smith. Okay, before I rant, Katie, can you tell us about the Korean reaction towards the news? Because it was so contrary to what I thought it would be. Yeah, I mean, I only saw right at the beginning when the news came out, mm. uh, the comments and the sentiment was more like pro Will Smith because, yeah, because the story I got it initially was that this comedian said something really like hurtful to his wife and of course him as a man and husband of his wife would like to like fight for her or protect her mm. so he got so pissed that he hit this comedian mm. and then i saw a lot of comments supporting with smith's action saying like i would i would have done the same thing if somebody like kind of cursed at my wife and mm. like that's like the most manly thing to do that was the initial thing i got and that kind of influenced my thinking too so without really knowing the context I, at that moment by the way i didn't even watch the video mm. and then i see you coming with a completely different like a uh, point of view i was like wait a minute <laughs> yeah that's because in Korea, there is no culture of stand-up comedy. Yeah, we don't really no understand that, that uh, yeah, culture. Asia in general doesn't have stand-up comedy. Yeah. Um, most of it is slapstick humor. Yeah. Like you wear a funny wig, funny mask, and slap somebody on the head, or you do like yeah. um, funny, um, I don't know, something funny act. But like one person on stage doing satire and like leading a show, that I think is, is not common here. Now, I remember that... There's this one guy, I forget. Uh, yeah, he tried it. And I think yeah, it's picking up it, a little yeah. bit with the young. But sometimes, like the whole point of um, stand-up comedy is like being edgy, pushing the boundaries and saying mm -hmm. stuff that people would never dare to say because it's 
politically sensitive or politically incorrect to say. Yeah. So it's refreshing when someone says it and you're like, wow, I can't believe he said it. It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because there's a grain of truth in it, right? Mm. Humor is not funny when it's completely not funny yeah. or like not, not true. Yeah. Right? So having said all of that, seeing Will Smith take, in my opinion, a joke that's a two out of ten. Like Chris Rock's joke about... Um, Jada Jada Pickett Smith, which I'm just gonna refer to uh, Jada from here on out. I don't I don't even know if Chris Rock knew that she had this. Um, She's going through this thing called uh, alopecia, which you get hair loss with. But saying that, oh, maybe she can get cast for GI Jane. That that is such a like a two out of ten joke. It's so mild. That's like Taco Bell hot sauce. <laughs> That's just like a warm up. As we see the video, even like Will Smith is kind of, you know, just like a chuckle. <laughs> like probably wasn't even that funny, but he's still like laughing along with it because it's just going along with the atmosphere. Mm. Right. And then he sees Jada like having that kind of. Um, bad face. Bad face. Kind of a ugh, disgusted reaction towards it. Then she looks to her husband like kind of like, aren't you going to do something about it? Kind of like, look. And then all of a sudden, Will Smith does a 180, and then he's acting. Goes on stage. Goes on stage, and then he does like this. First of all, what kind of slap is that? I've never seen a slap like that anyway. But And then afterwards, he kind of walks off with like a, yeah, I did something. Like, look at that face. Like, that's acting. Like, he's acting for his wife. And then he sits down and, he's, and the guy is trembling and like, keep my name out of your effing mouth. And he's like trembling. Like, that's acting. It's, it's so phony to me. <laughs> and I'm not even a big fan of Will Smith. I liked him in Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and I also liked him in MIB. But beyond that, like, he's always seemed like, like not an authentic person. Like he's always trying to, like I can't take him seriously in serious films. But I guess that's be, besides the point for in, like in ar- in arguing about or like yeah. in answering this, right? But you said you are a big fan of Chris Rock. Yeah. So yeah. So you are biased a little bit. No, I mean even even if this was someone else, if Will Smith was really angry and wanted to do something the proper way, he should have gone backstage with Chris Rock and like, hey, yo man, that that was like below the belt, man. You know my wife is dealing with this problem. Why mm. did you say that? Chris Rock would be like, hey, come on, man. I'm sorry if that did that. And it's done. Mm. Or if Will Smith was genuinely that angry, you take care of business backstage. Yeah. But you, th- you, you punch him backstage and that's fine. That's, to me, that would have given Will Smith, I would have been like, man, Will Smith is a, like, he's a man's man. But from this reaction, I also saw how emasculated Will Smith is. He, he's emotionally unstable. Because of all the infidelity like uh, that they talked about publicly. And behind every man like is a strong woman. And like, yeah. Like if you have a strong woman and you have a strong relationship, you're not that emotionally unstable. Inst- in- He's you very fragile. Know, you don't know what goes on behind the curtain that's between true. their relationships. So that's a little bit too far-fetched. But, no, then- but it's, it's clear that they don't have a strong relationship and him trying well they have an open relationship so um 
<sighs> they are very liberal. You so I I it's like the they're maybe happy in their own ways. You really don't know about their own affairs. Uh, to me, it seems pretty clear that their relationship is very rocky, and this whole thing called like the open relationship and. That's like the. That's like the that's cool, cool thing to do. No, 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 it's no. It's no, the no. work thing to do. No, open relationship. Katie, exact- in America, everybody is in no, no, open no, no, relationship. No, 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 no. You fallen victim to their um, marketing. <laughs> it's like when Gwyneth Paltrow broke up and she called her a conscious. What did she say? Unconsciously decoupling. So remember, I saw that word and I asked you, "Is this something that you use? Like, sounds- is this like a new thing to say we are divorced?" <laughs> sounds like something from scientology like if you pay enough money you can do unconscious decoupling to reach the (laughs) anyway um it's all virtue signaling like i don't want the stigma of divorce so i'm gonna make a new category for myself called conscious decoupling and by doing that i don't get the stigma of decoupling yet i can live my life and that's cool whatever you call it yourself in order to get with the ordeal that's fine but then like kind of entertainment news media is taking that and then kind of pitching that out to the public as hey this is a like you said it's a cool thing to do open relationship is a cool thing to do well obviously it's not because jada is having sex with some like young kid and 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 will smith i as a man too would feel very emasculated i like i i would feel very like i lose my kind of sense of control well okay maybe it's not sense of control sense of confidence um you know like maybe i might not man enough for this woman that she has to go find pleasure someone else like why this and and but then he doesn't want to break up with her and and this and then there's so much but it confuses me now because there's so much one second there's so much instability within will smith that as soon as uh some some by the way, Chris Rock is doing his job, right? How vulnerable to, is it in a position is he? Yeah, right? that that part is really really bad. Yeah, you like if someone came up to me while I'm doing a presentation, of course I would get hit. If you came up to me backstage where we're man to man, we would fist up. But yeah. the cameras are rolling. Yeah, apparently right? it was live. Yeah, yeah. So this is ridiculous. But wh- I forgot what I was saying now. Hmm. Yeah, but anyway, this. What do you say? All the uh, and also, by the way, like whatever that he said to her, how bad it was. Using violence like that is just like not justifiable, right? Exactly. And I think it just didn't sink in initially when I when we first heard about it. But then, yes. And what do you say to the people then who say that uh, Chris Rock should apologize to the woman for hurting her, like? like that he didn't hurt her like like verbally that's her. you know there's always there's like another group of people I, I now would, will smith apologized no he didn't apologize to chris rock or at least when i saw the i thing, think he later apologized on. to the oscars and stuff yeah but he didn't later apologize. on i think via instagram that's why he's, he's, that's he why he's a weak weak human being the person that you've hit you don't apologize directly he doesn't he doesn't want to he doesn't mean to because that would make his his angry wife she doesn't want it, so he won't do it. So, right? That's what I mean. He's like emasculated. He's not a man. Like, he, like I think a man, even if your wife wants you to do one thing, you should be able to make a decision. Now, of course, like, I don't know how you see about this, but let's say I know you're in the wrong. I think there are times when 
I have to make an independent decision, even though I know you'd be angry at me in the short term, because this is the right thing to do, yeah. right? And a man, uh, in my mind, a strong man is someone who's able to tell his wife, this is wrong. I don't like pushover husbands that sometimes they just do whatever they, they, their wives tell them to do simply because they don't want to fight. That relationship is very fragile. That's like a, a parent-to-child relationship. <sighs> I don't want to get my, angry, my wife to be angry at me, so I'll do this. I, I don't like that. Now, I'm not saying that like, you should be not making compromises, but this is how it feels to me right now, the dynamic with... Uh, yeah, and so t- I guess my speculation at this point, but um, yeah, so... Why do we, but then why did you expect Will Smith to be very, such a moral, like, unless you expected him to be a morally, like, high person or ethical person, put him in a high standard on all different levels, yeah, well, yeah. then you, there's nothing for you to be disappointed about, right? Yeah, I used to say that, like, um, he's he's just an actor, right? And but then I think a lot of the times all these famous people that we see on media, we think that they're also very virtuous, exactly, like, or like very that's the right high word, moral, yeah, high moral, very ethically yeah. driven, or like putting them a level on all different aspects of living. Yeah, but that's such a misconception. You they're know, just good at their craft exactly that, that's but somehow 100%. we live in this like we think of this we project, weird we project what we want that famous person yeah. to embody what we think is right or wrong too mm, i right? think so but it's kind of it's always as very natural because we see them in movies yeah. in dramas and they all play really like perfect perfect guy or perfect woman roles and then it's kind of hard to detach like yeah. them from that character. That's that's what I suffer too. You're right. I mean, if we take a look at Will Smith, I mean, he's just a, or even like, let's take even like K-pop singers or dancers like BTS. I mean, when I saw like a documentary on this one, I was on Vice um, about this one kid who didn't uh, make it into BTS. He got cut as a trainee. He was a trainee, yeah. Yeah, and I was just seeing that and he was just like, they basically did an audition and they pulled um, like kids from all parts of Korea to form this group. And the trainee and even the members were like, what kind of name is um, Bulletproof? What is it? Pangtan Pang oh, no, no. Boy Scouts. Something like that in yeah. Korea. And he's like, this name is ridiculous. And they were like, we think it's ridiculous too, but we're going with it. But the reason I say all that was that kid was like, yeah, it's hard for me to see these guys as these world-class entertainers. To me, they're so geeky because I met them when we were first training and we were all geeks. Like yeah. we didn't know what cool was. We didn't even know how to do all these like dancing. We were all trained that, right? And so like now, like if you look at like BTS songs, you think that they'll be an ambassador of love, ambassador of all these like liberal thinking, like who knows what their thoughts about like, gay marriage or, wrong or-, or like... um you know, like LGBTQ initiatives. You think because Hollywood and they're pushing and K-pop is on this, you think they'll be pushing the same agenda. You know, you don't know until the the situation comes, right? And so, you know, for like Will Smith, someone who is at the top of Hollywood, you just expect better behavior and for him to act. Um, But here, there's a big divergence because what he did wrong is so far from just decent. Decency. He didn't have decency. 
So that's why everyone is disgusted because yeah. that's like, you know, like the Oscars is a time where it celebrates Hollywood's best. You're celebrating achievement, and there is a certain code of conduct which yeah. you get trained as an elementary kid on and how to act. Just because you got offended yeah. by what somebody said, you there was, there could have been other ways that you could have scene. responded. One could have been just heckling, right? Yeah. Just with like, words, right? Yeah, be like. Cut it out, or... Well, I don't know about cut it out, but... Cut it out! Is it too weak? <laughs> cut it out, don't say it! You make fun of me! <laughs> no, but he could have been like... He could have like, ah, boo, or like, you know... that's Seriously, you think that's funny? Or like one word like that, and then, you know, Chris Rock would have, hit, would have gotten the hint that it's like, okay, they're not that funny, and moving on, right? But going and hitting someone, I think that's going zero to hundred. That's hitting an ant with a sledgehammer. It's ridiculous. Don't look to celebrities for a virtue, or don't put your virtue onto them because you'll be disappointed. There's that whole saying of like you're going to be disappointed when you meet your heroes. But it's not just celebrities, right? Yeah, it's even all guys, the, all the famous people, sports, or like sports politicians, stars. yeah, sports stars, or i don't know look at tiger woods business people too tiger like, woods perfect example yeah, yeah yeah yeah. tiger woods didn't like everyone thought because he's in golf it's a high class sport that uh, he's a gentleman he was just oh my gosh just playboy to the max how many girls has he slept with over 20 30 but then if you think about him like if you're thinking like he never had a childhood he never had like his 20s to like have fun and like meet girls because he was basically like just dedicating all his life yeah. to golf so now that he succeeded and like just women rich women rich white women are just like throwing themselves at him because they he just was married fun. right yeah i as a guy i can't really like i don't think most guys or anyone has ever been in a position where anywhere you go women are just throwing their bodies at them and do you know how hard of a temptation that would be i know you're smirking at me it's very easy when you haven't been in that position. Now, if you had virtue, you would say no to that. And that's how you know, right? Are you a virtuous person or not? Like, do you stay f- faithful to the person? And for Tiger Woods, it was clearly no, right? So, and so people were disappointed. But back to the point, why do we expect a, a golf star to be a beacon of virtue? But we want him to because we like him. We look up to him in one a- yeah. avenue, right? I think it's our wish, wishful thinking projected yeah. onto them. But that's why I think the disappointment is so big when religious leaders, that's what they're revered, revered in or society. Like sexual assault cases exactly. by like a priest or something. Exactly. Like what is a priest value is to like help out a, a, a community or a minister. You know, there's a lot of ministers who are like touching kids and stuff too, mm-hmm. right? Um or stealing money, right? Stealing money or buying expensive yachts. There's like those TV ministers or even local parish parishers that like buying, like taking all the yeah. uh, church money. Or then we, pro- we, it's, we, they haven't done. They, they are expected that they are of high morality. Expe- yes, because they haven't because done. Because it's their job they ex- to be highly exactly. moral. They haven't done anything. They haven't shown any act to garner virtue but we as a society give them virtue because of the aspect that they're in religion and religion is based on high ethics and moral so as ambassadors for the religion they're just given virtue from society but i mean they they also have to 
like work towards it too, right? Like in in temples too, they're just living temples, like with their head shaved and all the time praying in meditation. So they yeah. work hard towards it too. Yeah. But um, but um, true, it's yes. true that yes. occasionally we will see these like wrong cases on the news, and yeah. it just disappoints people to the rock bottom. Yeah. And in those cases, it should, you know, the, the damage is big. And it's justified that the damage is big because you're supposed to be a beacon of virtue yeah, yeah, showing yeah. people how to live it's, a more it's moral much life. It's more d- disappointing than yeah. some Hollywood star It doing shakes the foundations wrong. of people's uh, identity when stuff like that happens. Yeah, because right. you believed in that person yeah. to like be a beacon of all this. Yeah. Oh, but I don't think uh, Will Smith should get his Oscar taken away. I think I read the news that he's banned for 10 years. You say you wanted to watch that film, though, King, King Richard. Richard. Yeah, because I like Serena Williams. I, yeah, I'm really interested in the story, too. But, you know, when Kanye went up and took Taylor Swift's moment, that was actually, I still remember, I was in college, and I ran upstairs, and I was like, my, my, <laughs> my roommate was like, studying, so I was like, Fuck Kanye. I was like, this this guy is an egomaniac and I can't believe he took that girl's moment away from her. That is unacceptable to me. And I remember going into my uh, iTunes list and I like was about to delete it. And I was like, wait a minute, I paid a lot of the money for this. I was like, I can't delete it. But <laughs> I stopped playing his music uh, after that. And so I think this is a similar moment for me with, with uh, Will Smith. Not that I liked his film anyway, but I'm just not going to just watch it. Yeah. Can't believe I'm talking about celebrity news for this long. Yeah, it's so unusual for you. Uh, just uh, yeah, just you can't you can't. You, I mean, I want to go to a comedy club, and I don't want this uh, effect. Yeah, potential effect where people go and slap people yeah, when they and, don't and, and, like. As someone who believes in free speech, yeah, and that liberty, yeah, it's just uh, so wrong. Exactly. Oh, I maybe I should talk about my interview experience. That's right. Uh, so the other day, I got a LinkedIn message from a headhunter from a crypto exchange in Korea. And they're about to like open an NFT business and they're hiring like teams for that. So It's interested. one of the top three. It's mm. a big one, but don't say the name. <laughs> yeah, and the NFT business is something I have interested in. So I thought it would be like, good opportunity so i decided to proceed with the whole application and then so there was a coding test to do pre pre assignment like take home take home challenge which i did for a week and submitted and i passed that and then i had a first round interview and uh, the interview went pretty good i felt good about it and i was like kind of secretly waiting for a second round interview and then yeah you said the interview you you came out of it saying like wow this is really easy there wasn't a i was expecting it to be much harder there wasn't a technical question that you couldn't like yeah all the stuff that i expected uh, they asked exactly so um yeah it was pretty smooth i thought and then i was waiting for them to get back to me because they said i'll get back to you like early next week monday passed nothing tuesday passed nothing wednesday i'm like shaking now (laughs) when are they gonna come back to me and then 
I get a call from the HR person, and then all of a sudden, just like turned the whole situation 180. What, what she said was, "Um, okay, so uh, the the interview process they they liked you, but the scope of um work that that you will be doing here, or or the the level of work that you'll be doing here, it will be kind of much." much less than what you would expect so we th- we think that you will not be satisfied with the the kind of work that you'll be doing basically in this you're team. overqualified for the position yeah and so instead we have set up a new company uh which will do like a nft global and we want you to join that startup which was basically set up two weeks ago and then for that we will give you stock options <laughs> and then we might they started throwing all this like big jargons like we will we, we're about to also set up an office in LA so you that if you want we will g- give you the work permit to work in the US yeah and like couple red flags went off number 1 like on stock options like i've had the opportunity to receive stock options and i've you know told katie that stock options is really exciting when you hear it but you have to look into the the term sheets like um you have to look how long you have to work at the company for it to accrue uh there's like clawback provisions you know if you leave the company you might have to sell like at a uh, whatever market price and 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 most likely they're not giving you that much right Mm. um and so while it sounds it sounded to me like they were desperate to get you and they were like dangling carrots in front of you. Um, yeah. And, but, but they were dangling in, in a way that was very unprofessional. Basically, right? they don't have any product yet, no team set up, yeah. nothing. Yeah. There isn't even a homepage. Exactly. Company website. And then yeah. they want me to join that company. Yeah. And I was like, no, that's just so much uncertainty and it's not what I was looking for initially. And even with the h one or even with the, they were like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna set up a uh, office in LA so we can get a work visa in the US for you if you want to work in the US. And they were saying it in a way that like that's a sure shot thing. But I've gone through that process as well. Getting a H one B to a, basically a work visa in the US is not up to the company. They can it's file an application, system. but it's a lottery system that the US government randomly gives out. So whether you're working for google or facebook or let alone this like small startup it's not guaranteed so you might end up you know working in korea with the expectation that they were going to do it for you and it's five years later and then they're like oh sorry we you know it didn't work so that kind of rubbed me in the wrong way too um what do they think they're dealing with (laughs) just kidding um but how can you be overqualified to work at an it job you know, you're not applying to be uh, a cashier at a, at a donut shop where, you know, if you graduated from Harvard, they know uh, you're going to leave in like a month, right? Oh. And so they don't want to go through the expenses of hiring you. But for an IT company where it's so competitive to get talent, uh, to shut somebody down because they're overqualified, it was like ridiculous. I, I, I Yeah, I mean, they said there's nothing... I've yeah, never they heard liked, of that. They liked, um, they liked me, but it's just I'm too overqualified. And are you hearing yourself? <laughs> but it's so it's ridiculous. exactly what they said. So either they were lying or they really mean it. 
But yeah, I don't it's think so hard to. I don't think they're lying because if they lied to you, they wouldn't have said because we turned down that offer for the joining the the venture arm of their firm. They said okay, but if you do in the future have any inclination to join, please contact us immediately, and we'll you know we'll plug you in basically. Yeah. So if you were. I, first of all, I've never heard of an HR lie to someone just to not to hurt their feelings, yeah, saying that you're true. you're overqualified, but we have to let you go, right? So my guess is that number one, the um, team lead there, you might be better than the team lead that's leading that uh, specific um, team unit, and so she feels that her job is in jeopardy if you come and kind of uh, rock I the think, boat. Yeah, right? I think they were looking for somebody much more junior. But like that's still hard to believe because in my company, whether you are junior, senior, what or whatever, if you are good and if we think that there's so much to learn from you, we will hire you. And it's a crypto company. I'm really surprised that mentality is there. Like, um, you know, it's it's one of the largest exchange like crypto exchanges in Korea, and they have a lot of money. I mean, they're like the new banks, but. We gotta short the stock. <laughs> Are they publicly listed? Uh, no, I don't think don't so. Don't think so. Yeah. But yeah. So when I asked to, when I said no to that new offer, and when I asked to if whether I can still proceed with that initial position, they they said no. So yeah, I was really disappointed because I prepared a lot for this whole process. Yeah, it took me like a month to go through all the way up till the first round. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I need a break. So let's go to the U.S. Yeah. yeah. No, but good job. I think, though, I, we walked out of it with um, knowing your market value, even even in a more accurate view. Like, I think you can join any company. Like, you were undershooting your um, capabilities. And, you know, that, fa- that, that, that company is very famous in Korea for paying one of the highest uh, salaries for software devs. And if you're overqualified for that position, that means... We need to go permissionless. You need to make your own product. <laughs> Just make your own and make things happen. Right? It's ridiculous spending one month. I'm pissed that we spent even a month like prepping for that. Like they should have at least bought us a loteria or something. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want a loteria. Loteria with a cola and some um shrimp shushu burger. Yeah. So I was really riled riled up about that while wow, but it's been already a few weeks now. But uh we will see. We'll see where the future opportunities will take us. We gotta go permissionless, Katie. We gotta yeah. build something. Yes. I feel like we got we have you know, I don't I want f- I don't wanna break up I feel meeting. like you are a very happy person. What? <laughs> Today? Just the uh, overall. Why do you I, say that? No, something you said yesterday that really struck me. It's, it's more than I'm a happy person. You said something. You said I love my life or something like that. It's like when you said that, I feel like, is he singing a lyrics? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was just kind of a little bit reminded how different we are. Uh, like how we view things 
I remember why I said that. We were walking around looking at the cherry blossoms, and uh, I was just excited for today because uh, I was looking forward to go climbing. And but that's all it takes. Yeah, I mean, I think you know how to take small things and like take happiness from small things, which is really good thing. I just imagined in my mind when we were walking. Uh, through the cherry blossoms, I was like, "I'm gonna go." And then you said, "I think, I think I'm in heaven or something." No, I didn't <laughs> say that. I, no, that doesn't sound like something I would say. I, I, yeah, because the concept of heaven never really enters my life. Um, I think a I dream. Just, I think you said. Like, oh yeah, yeah. It I feels think like a dream. Feels like a dream because I feel like my life is. I, I feel very happy. I'm so excited uh, about the th- stuff that's coming up because tomorrow I can go climbing, and I was anticipating in my mind I'm gonna go like. Go finish this hold and like, um, you know, the day before I played squash with my friend. It was really fun. I was just reminiscing on some of the dialogue, and then uh, this upcoming, you know, I have another like thing, and I'm just looking forward. And I don't know. It this ties back to what we were saying earlier. Like when we actually go climbing, <laughs> I'm gonna like, I'm gonna like not even finish. I can't finish like those purple ones. I'm gonna be like ah. So, like, I can't finish it, and like, but just the idea of it, I, you know, just having little things to look forward to. I think that's part of, um, you know, you have to build your own happiness. Yeah, the thing is, you're really good at it, so I think that's really, really good. I don't think in life it's like the big things. Like, I'm not, I'm not looking forward to that much of this big trip to the U.S. Like, that doesn't seem happy to me. Like, small things. I'm so looking forward to it. Okay, yeah, that's a little bit different. Yeah, like. I want to go climbing, and then I'm excited to come home and actually cook one of the, like the what fish? No, the bulgogi that we have. Are we having that for lunch? Yeah. Oh. So in my mind, I'm already like thinking about it. It just makes me excited. So I think you are a very simple person. <laughs> <laughs> I take that as a compliment. I want to have a simple mind. I wish I can like be wired like that. I don't know. I feel already so stressed about the upcoming week. Stop There's so many things that needs to be done. Because your brain is thinking in Chinese. You have <laughs> to speak English. Your <laughs> colleagues are talking to you in Korean. You know, you got to simplify your mind, oh, right? Like my, 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 my heart is so at unease. And Say that in I Chinese. Wish I can. Say that in Chinese. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> There's no way that that says that because I heard that like ten times already. <laughs> Say, I wish I have a simpler life. What? <laughs> I knew it. You're a phony. <laughs> All that talk. You, when Katie's with me, she keeps telling me she's a uh, Confucius. I never say that, <laughs> but it's really interesting. Even you know that. One month in China, mm. in Beijing, that summer school, yeah. like I still pick up a lot of little things that say that they Chinese people say, like in the movies, mm. like some small things like chufan or like ting the dong or like something like yeah. I I don't get the full sentence, but I pick up little things, so it's really. There's good. the one where he goes, "Where's your ma?" And I always go, "My mom's at home." What does that actually your mean? Because Katie never explains it. Neighbors, where's your ma? You always go, where's your mama? Or you go, where's your ma? Where's your ma? And I always respond to you with the same thing. I go, 
oh, my mom's doing well, or my mom's at home. My mom's probably cooking. How chill, ma? Yeah, how chill, ma? What does that mean? How chill, ma? How chill, ma? Does it taste good? Shh, <laughs> <laughs> Easy peasy. Hey, all right, Katie, I believe you. Pretty good. That that sounds real authentic. <laughs> all right, neighbors, I think we're gonna have to end it with Chinese for the day. I think our neighbors have listened to enough Chinese today. <laughs> I think that's enough future neighbor podcast for one day. <laughs> um, find something to be happy about. Think about it. Think about it, because you know when you do it, it's not gonna be that great. But in your mind, that's where the beauty lies. Amen. Don't delete this podcast. Oh, I know. I gotta be careful. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening, y'all.